0: This is Future Talk Future Talk Future Talk With Omnia Al-Saleh And Hani Balkis Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to Future Talk Right here on Pulse 95 It is me Hani Balqis With Omnia Sale, saleh Bringing you everything You need to know that was happening in the tech world in the uae and all around the world today is monday the 16th of october i hope you guys had a great and long weekend and uh you know it's good to be back i was off for uh, quite some time but now i am ready to give you all the news that is happening in the tech world we're going to be starting off with talking about how the uae is attracting global companies to its smart transport cluster in an industrial push also very big news how activision blizzard is going to be bought by microsoft in a record-breaking 69 billion dollar deal as a uk regulator does give the go ahead also we're talking about how right here in the uae soon you won't you can travel on the metro without null no cards and even transfer car ownership via an app and even better find parking much much quicker well, talking about how the UAE is launching its chat GBT style, which would be a digital city concierge, which would offer services and information all within your mobile phone. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a packed show for you guys. You do not want to miss out, but I am taking a little short break. But when I come back, I'm talking all about transportation right here in the UAE. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how you can get an instant passport and your Emirates ID renewal 24-7 as kiosks have been announced that will be operating 24-7 on the dot. Now, UAE nationals and residents will have the convenience of submitting their biometrics, renewing their passports, and even processing Emirates IDs around the clock 24-7, seven days a week in the near future now the federal authority for identity citizenship customs and port security is working on a model project where kiosks will allow uae nationals and expats to renew their passports and emirates ids instantly now upon the success of this project these kiosks will be put at prime locations across the uae such as airports and malls. Now, the federal body has put a kiosk on display for visitors to experience at the GITEX Global event that is happening right now at the Dubai World Trade Center. Now, GITEX is the world's largest gathering of technology companies with more than 6,000 public and private sector companies and startups showcasing their latest innovations. Now, in the first phase, the U.A. residents and visitors be able to submit their biometrics only through kiosks, which will do away the requirement of getting appointments to submit their biometrics at the ICP services centers as these kiosks will be available 24-7 in the future. Now, more importantly, there will be a printer connected to the kiosk, which will allow the U.A. nationals and residents to print their Emirates IDs and visas on the spot. Now, the kiosk will also be able to print passports for UAE nationals and even visa vi- visas for visitors as soon as they come in the country. Now, foreign visitors can also use the kiosks to submit their biometrics to get SIM cards, and the machine will be able to capture fingerprints and even signatures and also go to the extent of taking photos. Now, the federal authority is working on the project, and we're looking at expected completion time and rollout either at the end or... Uh, let's say 2024 and there's a trial going on right now in this year, which is 2023. So probably within 2024, very, very, very happy news. As again, you know, uh, renewing your image ID can be somewhat of a hassle uh, sometimes just because, you know, you have to go get an appointment and, you know, you have to get the, you know, your, all your, uh, your papers and, uh, you know, your credentials ready. But, when you have a kiosk available 24-7, you can go like 3 a.m. and do it. You know, It doesn't matter. You're avail- It's available all the time and whenever it's more convenient to you. And that is what we're looking at when we look at technology, quality of life. 4215, let me know your guys' thoughts. But I am taking a short break. And when I come back, I'm talking all about Activision Blizzard and how it's going to be bought by Microsoft for $69 billion U.S. dollars. Check this out. Check this out. Now, this hasn't been a developing story for quite some time now. We're talking about Activision Blizzard and how it's going to be bought by Microsoft in a $69 billion deal as finally the United Kingdom regulators have given the go-ahead. Now, UK regulators have cleared Microsoft's $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard and that is the company behind Call of Duty, Overwatch, and World of Warcraft and it's actually reversing its earlier decision to block the deal, which is one of the largest tech transactions in history. Now, the Competition and Markets Authority (CMA) had originally blocked the deal over concerns that Microsoft would gain too much control of the cloud gaming market. But in August, Microsoft agreed to transfer the rights to stream Activision games from the cloud to French gaming company Ubisoft Entertainment for 15 years outside the European economic area now it was enough to let's say placate concerns at the cma which then signaled it was prepared to clear the deal now with the sale of activision's cloud streaming rights to ubisoft we've made sure microsoft cannot have a stranglehold over this important and rapidly developing market and that was said by the chief executive of the cma Now, she also said that the way Microsoft had behaved during the process was less than ideal and that the tactics employed by Microsoft were no way to engage with the CMA, and they were coming off a little bit aggressive, per se. But now that the deal has officially been cleared by the CMA, Microsoft will avoid paying Activision the $4.5 billion penalty it uh, it might have incurred if the sale had fallen through. Now, Microsoft President Brad Smith said the company was grateful for the thorough review and decision, and that they have now crossed the final regulatory hurdle to close this acquisition, which we believe, which they believe, will benefit players and the gaming industry worldwide. Now, Activision Chief Executive Bobby Kotick also welcomed the news, saying we look forward to becoming part of the Xbox team. But there's a lot of worries from rivals of Microsoft as the deal was first announced in January of last year and it was cleared by competition and antitrust regulators in more than 40 countries. Now, the 27-country European Union gave the deal the green light, but there was resistance from the UK and the US, and British and American regulators were worried it would stifle competition in the video game industry, and even Sony feared it would limit PlayStation gamers access to Call of Duty's and Activision's long-running military shooter series. Now, the U.S. Federal Commission uh, did lose a court attempt to pause the deal so that its in-house judge could review it. But the FTC had not given up. It appealed against the decision and last month actually filed notice of its plan to resume that trial, meaning that the regulator still needed or intended to challenge the deal even after it was closed. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is a deal game changer in the industry and market watchers say Sony does worry that future blockbuster games might only be available on Microsoft, Microsoft's Xbox, and again, this would be uh, you know uh, tragic for Sony as if there's something only Xbox limited, players would be buying only Xbox things or Xbox consoles. Now, the statistics website did project that video game industry will earn revenues of 334 billion dollars this year. And that 20, by 2027, there will be 3.1 billion gamers worldwide in a population of 8 billion people. That is a big chunk of gamers. So again, you know, uh, I'm glad to see this deal going through. Hopefully, uh, Microsoft will take the correct, uh, you know, actions. And, you know, we won't be seeing a lot of it. You know, rivalry is not a, it's not a bad thing. But sometimes when you have a monopoly over the gaming industry, it could be a bad thing. 4215, let me know if you guys play any of these games. I personally play World of Warcraft and Call of Duty, so I'm excited to see what comes from Microsoft. Check this out. Check this out. Oh 95 Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you guys about how we have a competition today, or this week, and how you can win 1,000 dirhams in a daily cash prize. And all you have to do is tune into the morning measures this week, from 7 to 10 a.m to win 1000 rams and you have the chance for that Now all you have to do is answer a question and text in your answer at 4215 and there's a new question every day now the cash prizes are provided from the sharjah government pavilion at jitex global and please do not forget to follow sharjah digital office at sharjah digital across instagram facebook x and youtube for more information and updates on the sharjah government P- uh, pavilions participation at Jitex Global 2023, which is a huge event happening in Dubai. And if you want to visit the Sharjah Government Pavilion, it's located at the Arena Hall at the Dubai World Trade Center. Again, chance to win 1,000 dirhams. All you have to do is text us in at 4215 and tune in to the morning measures from 7 to 10 a.m. But when we're going back to the tech news, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about how the UAE is launching a chat GBT style digital city concierge and offering services and information now dubai has launched a new platform powered by generative ai which will serve as a digital city concierge offering a wide variety of services and information within the emirates now the ai initiative which is now live at uh, on the dubai.ae website and the dubai now mobile application is a chat gbt style service with an interface that does or is able to answer inquiries on 15 sectors, and that does include tourism, aviation, healthcare, entertainment, and even education. Now, Dubai AI, which is being positioned as a unified, seamless channel, is planning to expand these sectors with the help of the public and private sector. Now, we're looking at how digital transformation is not new to the UAE, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. And uh, they're inviting all of their partners and work, to work with them to co-create these use cases. Now, looking at how the Emirate of Dubai has taken a leadership uh, role in the rollout of smart services and governance and regulation over the past two decades. Now, in the year 2000, Dubai Internet City was launched alongside the Emirates Smart Services and e-government strategy, followed by M government in the year 2013 and in 2014 the smart Dubai platform was launched helping oversee key and emerging technology components including smart cities blockchain and data data law and then we saw the paperless UAE initiative which did aim at making government entities paper free and that and we saw that in Sharjah uh, UAE uh, Sharjah Abu Dhabi and Dubai and it was launched in 2018 And it did help to save about 900 million uh, dirhams in government costs and estimated 39,000 trees through the year 2021. Now, just last year, the UAE government did announce a digital economy strategy with the goal of increasing the contribution of the sector to the GDP by 20 percent over the next 10 years, up from 9.7 percent in 2022, as it did seek to leverage cutting edge technologies and even attract high skilled talent. Meanwhile, ChatGPT, which is the generative AI platform, which was created by Microsoft uh, and it was backed by OpenAI or did back OpenAI, did become a sensation because of its advanced conversational capabilities. Now, emergence Spark did uh, a race between the biggest technology companies and personalities, including Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Oracle and even Elon Musk. So, again, AI has become a very important and prominent, uh, you know, uh, you know, Sector in our daily life, and uh, obviously, you know, Chat tpt started it, and now we are looking at how the UAE is also applying it to many sectors 15 to be more exact. So, again, uh, this is just the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, of the UAE and how they are going to be using generative AI to make our lives easier. 4215, let me know what you guys think. I'm taking a very short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about. UAE Startups and how they're exploring AI agrico- uh, agri-tech and sustainability at Jitex Global. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amyal Saleh and Hany Balkas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. We've been having a packed show for you guys today and we're talking about, uh, you know, an event that has been happening all across uh, this week and it's a very important event for the tech world and let's talk about uh first of all how we have a competition going on as well and it's going to be regarding Jitex now uh you want to tune in to the morning measures this week from Monday to Thursday from 7 to 10 a.m because you will have a chance to win 1,000 dirhams in cash every single day of this week and all you have to do is answer a question and text in your answer at 4215 and there's a question our new question every single day and these cash prizes are provided from the Sharjah government pavilion at Jitex Global so go over there and uh, you know pass by give a hello and uh, don't forget to follow uh, their social media platform which is at Charger Digital on Instagram Facebook X and YouTube and obviously do visit uh, the pavilion, pavilion which is located at Arena Hall at the Dubai World Trade Center but Let's talk about the UAE startups and uh, how they're exploring AI, agritech and sustainability at Giantex Global. Now, the UAE startup ecosystem has been witnessing a diverse portfolio for new p- uh, firms over the past few years, which was diversifying away from the e-commerce sector. Now, we're looking at how a lot more startups are coming in different fields, such as sustainability, agritech and AI and much more. Now, it's not just the e-commerce sector, as we did witness uh, previously. And there has been a lot of support to anyone who's starting a business right here in the UAE. And they have been aiming to bring quality startups into their ecosystem. Now, we are looking at how they are enabling a platform for entrepreneurs and startups and fostering innovation and even helping new ideas reach the marketplace. Now, we have been looking at how since COVID-19, the UAE became even more prominent across mass and mainstream media on the back of its solid infrastructure. They also did say that there are there are over 200 venture capital firms investing in the region and the number of international uh, venture capitals is increasing dramatically. So, again, you know, Giantex is a huge, huge event happening this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, from the 16th of October to the 20th. So, again, uh, go over there, see, uh, see what you can see. You know, get, uh, you know, motivated, innovated. Uh, Jayatex is a beautiful uh, place to be at. It's uh, one of the main events that a lot of people wait for across the whole Middle East region and Europe because, uh, you know, it's the biggest tech event of its kind right here in the Middle East. And I will be there, inshallah, also tomorrow seeing what I can get for you guys and new information. So, again, uh, you know, Jayatex is the place to be. Go over there. There are there are two locations at the Dubai, uh, you know, Trade Center and also at uh, the Dubai Harbor. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be opening up the airways for the only place to be at 3 with the man himself, gonna do dhuri commencing in T-minus 10 minutes. And, uh, again, we'll see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, I will be giving you guys an update what happens with me at GiantX. But that is my time for today. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse95.